do you when you when you go out to eat, do you talk to a lot of servers about what you do? I like that. What's your favorite part about it? The hot tub. I, I really the hot tub. Eat. But don't worry, my customers mm-hmm. are going to take care of you if you take care of them. Naturally. How crazy is that? Yes, very competitive. You just don't very. like losing. Don't like losing. <laughs> do not like losing. When was that that moment when you like like reaffirm that you did make the right decision? It was a rocky start. I had a slow start. So, what's your long term goal? Um, I'm trying to be like you, David. I'm trying to do this $100,000 a month. Welcome to my show of ordinary people doing extraordinary things, where we hear from regular people who got tired of living their ordinary lives and were not afraid to make that jump. you got to be different. You can't be doing what everyone else is doing. you got to create action. you got to create momentum. So I'm looking for demand, and I'm looking for mentorship, because I wanted to know everything my mentor knew. People who are just like you and me. Hey, David Price here with another episode of Ordinary People Doing Extraordinary Things. We're here in Orlando, Florida. Um, Super, super excited. Um, If you see something that you like, please hit the subscribe button, hit that thumbs up button, and hit that little bell so you get notifications every time uh, I release a new video. And also, put in the comments if there's something that you see that you like or something that you don't see and you want to see, so we can make a video for you. Today, I have a very special guest all the way from Mississippi, Miss Rachel. How you doing, Rachel? I'm doing pretty good, David. Thank you. Awesome. Appreciate you coming down here. Oh, man, I saw that house you guys are staying at, 8,000 square foot. What do you think about that house? It's amazing. It's unlike anything that I've seen thus far. How, how, how did it make you feel? Did it make you feel like, man, I need a house like this? Bigger. 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 You, you think that you really want something, then it turns out you're like, oh, well, this is what that feels like? Oh, yeah, I need something a little bit. I like this, but now I'm looking at something bigger. So expectations. It, so what's your favorite? I mean, you got slides. You got the the basketball window court, window. the game room. What's your favorite part about it? The hot tub. I, I really the hot tub. Video. Yeah, the back pool area was was really nice. And the balconies. You know, having to come out my room and then I have my own. You know, balcony. I love that. Awesome, awesome. You deserve it. I feel like that's how everyone has the opportunity to to live like that. They just gotta be willing to put the work in for it. Absolutely. So. So awesome. So you started working with us, uh, I believe, about four months ago. Mm-hmm. Back in May. Mm-hmm. Back in May. Um, previously, yeah. you were at Lincoln Heritage, right? Right. And that's your, that's where you started at, correct? Yes. Okay. Um, but let's let, rewind. So you grew up in Mississippi, mm-hmm. went to high school. Mm-hmm. Little town, Union, Mississippi. Union, Mississippi. And so small, you blink, you'll miss it. <laughs> it's one of those. <laughs> okay. Awesome. I bet the people there are amazingly nice. Yeah, they are. They are. They are. You hesitate a little bit. Uh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> You know, so you you did what we were told, right? You went to high school, went to college right afterwards. Absolutely. And you wanted to be a forensic scientist. So what made you want to be a forensic scientist? Well, you know, I actually when I started out, I, I it's going to be crazy. But, you know, we watched the little shows, of, you know, Law and Order, the crime scene units. I mean, uh, crime scene investigation shows. And, you know, I actually wanted to look into law. Um, and then I started digging a little bit deeper. I want to do more than that. I just don't want to be all the paperwork and all that type of thing. Um, I wanted to be a detective. That was my thing. But because that does require a lot more, I wanted the science background of it, something more hands-on. So that's what I. That's why I decided to look into that. So you went to school, was it four years it took you? Mm, yes. Four years? Four years and like an extra semester there. Awesome. So what um, what was it like going to school? Like, was it something, was it interesting? You know, because it's one thing seeing it on TV, right? Yeah. TV makes everything look really interesting. So when you actually went and, and did the coursework, how was it? 
The coursework itself with that particular major was great. I did not like, you know, the other aspects of it, like the basic courses, like the the calculus, the math, all that. Yeah, I didn't like all of that. But um, other than that, it was very interesting, um, very hands-on. You know, we had like mock crime scene units, different things we were able to, you know, um, engage in, so different activities. So That's I loved awesome. it. Awesome. So, so you went to school for four years. You got your degree. Any student loans? Yes, tons. You mind sharing how much? I know maybe over fifty thousand dollars of um fifty thousand dollars. Yeah. Okay. And how much do you think it costs to get your degree? I don't know. I wouldn't even. I have no. You idea. don't want to know. You never wanted to. No. It up. No. No. <laughs> so, you, so you got the degree, and then where'd you start working? Well, as I was in school, I actually I've had a few waitress jobs. Okay. Um, I started at a little uh, place called uh, Garfield's Restaurant. Not sure if you're familiar with that, where they ride on the tables with the kids and they all ride that. on the tables. Uh huh. No, I've never he's writing my name upside down and backwards all the time. Okay. Yeah. So I started there, but then they went out of business, mm-hmm. and so um, that same he was a, a district manager there, but he actually became a general manager of I mean Old Charlie's. So I went there, and then after that, I went to Olive Garden. So just. Same thing, just waitress jobs throughout. And then when I graduated, I um, moved back home. So that's what happened. So you're you're serving to get yourself through college. Mm-hmm. You moved back home. You got your degree. So did you become a forensic scientist? No. So I, what happened there? Well, I didn't know that you had to have a job to get a job. I didn't okay. know you needed to, you know, all the experience, of course. Um, it was hard. I applied for so many jobs, got turned down because I didn't have that experience. So a little discouraging. Um, but when I moved back home, I, I continued to wait tables, of course, you know, just saving up my money, waiting on that call that I never got. <laughs> so, so I know you're a super hard worker, right? I, I see you. I mean, you're you're, you're absolutely killing it. Mm-hmm. You've issued over $30,000 in production just last month, um, made six figures in the, within the last month, uh, last 12 months um, of the business. Um, you're still a fairly new agent, right? Mm-hmm. Getting started. Um, when you serve tables... So I imagine you, you worked all the hours. I did. I did. I, I, the four or five hours wouldn't do it. I, I try to work mid shifts, maybe like, you know, 10 to 8, 11 to 8, something like that. Um, yeah. Just, yeah. That's what I did. So what 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 gave you this work ethic? Has you Have you always been like this? Yes. Very competitive. You just don't very, like losing. Don't like losing. <laughs> do not like losing at awesome. all. <laughs> awesome. I love it. So, um, all right. So you, you got your degree. Mm-hmm. You found out that it's a lot harder to get a job as a forensic scientist as you thought it would be. Um, when you were going to school and you're working, were you just like, once a degree, like, is that the promised land? Like, I just need this degree. I'm going to get an amazing job. Like, did you feel like that well, was just going to be amazing? I did because you're taught, you know, coming up that you go to school, mm-hmm. you know, you get a degree and then you get a job. I thought that's how it was supposed to work. I didn't know it came with the student loans and the Having to have a job to get a job thing, I, I never knew that. Um, I was just ready to get out there in the field and get at it. I mean, this is what I worked hard for. I went to school for it. So that's what I expected. Nothing less. So Awesome. So, so well, not awesome, right? I, I think that so many people, they, they go to school and they, they think that, and, and I see it. Um, and it's really unfortunate, right? And it's, we're so yeah. programmed, in that, and that's what you're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. So you finish school, and then you found insurance. Yes. So how did you find insurance? Okay, so I was waiting tables. Um, I had a little um, situation that came, of course, something personal. I ended up uh, quitting my last job um, at Olive Garden. And then I didn't work for a little while. Um, My first time mom, I have a two-year-old now. Um, At the time, she wasn't even one yet, but I just knew we're in the middle of a pandemic. I had to do something. I don't like sitting at the house. That's not 
something that I just do. You know, I've always worked and figured out how to, you know, make money. So I went online. I went to um, Indeed and I was looking for customer service jobs, something that's um, pretty much along the lines of, you know, what I was already doing. You know, I knew I, I can talk to people. You know, I don't really meet a stranger. So I thought it would be something that was, you know, kind of interesting and I could still be at home and provide for my daughter. Um, turns out what I applied for, it said customer service, but it was actually insurance. Um, I did a group presentation um, on a Zoom meeting. And yeah, I was, it was a little scary, you know, never having um, a commission-based job. So didn't really know what to expect there, you know, Um I mean, tips is one thing, but because I had done it so long, I kind of already know what the, what the average is going to be, you know, based off my service. But when it comes to commission, yeah, it's kind of scary. It's funny you say that because I always feel like um, there's one service I'm thinking about in particular. I used to be with network marketing mm-hmm. and she used to like frown against network marketing. Like it was like this pyramid scheme, this bad thing. And I'm like, look at her. I was like, you realize your employer isn't even the one that pays you. He relies on his customers to pay you. If anyone should be open-minded about making money a different way, it should definitely be a server. Right, Think right. about it. Like you're working at the restaurant and it's like, like, hey, you're going to work at my restaurant. I'm only going to pay you two bucks an hour. 213. 213 an hour. But don't worry. My customers mm-hmm. are going to take care of you if you take care of them. Naturally. How crazy is that? It, it's, it's really crazy. You know, I mean, sometimes it gets to a point where you get tired of getting what people think you deserve. You know what I mean? So to now have something to where you get exactly what you, like whatever you work for, that's how you get paid. That's amazing. I love it. Do you, when you, when you go out to eat, Mm -hmm. do you talk to a lot of servers about what you do? I actually don't. Dude, I would have business cards made up. Well, I, well, sometimes I, like, so I'll write a thank you maybe and leave my business card there, but I don't usually talk. Like I don't usually say, you know, anything. Maybe that's like the shyness in me. I mean, I don't meet a stranger. I could talk to anybody. Um, but I don't know. I would be on a mission to save all the servers. Mm-hmm. I would have business cards made up that would say, I used to be a server too. Now I make $500 a day. I like that. I, I, I would have something made up just for mm-hmm. servers. And every single time I would, I would, you know, whatever it is, you know, I used to make, you know, I, I, I used to be a server too. And now I make six figures. Yeah, you know, something really call catchy. me and let's talk about it. I like that. So I just told somebody I sent them uh, a, a video. Um, they're thinking about getting their insurance license. Mm-hmm. Um, and Ashley uh, is a teacher or was a teacher, a preschool right. teacher. And this person, uh, she teaches, I think, like kindergarten. Okay. And I know she's not happy with the the money she makes. Yeah. Um, so I did a video. Uh, with Ashley. Mm-hmm. And I was like, hey, she used to be a preschool teacher. She made over $10,000 last month. And she commented back, she, I need to finish my insurance license. Of course. I was like, only if you're not happy with your current financial situation, right? right? You always got to poke a little bit. Yeah. I so, like that, though. That's catchy. Yeah, I would definitely. I would do something like that. I would be like on a mission because because your story could help so many people. Think about how many people are, are serving tables because, again, they went to school. Mm-hmm. They got a degree they don't know how to use. They think they can't get a job somewhere else. You know, they're just waiting tables, you know, and they're going to wait. And there's nothing wrong with waiting tables. But I feel like people that that wait tables are already entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. They already know the hustle. They already know how to work um, without having it. Like I, I worked at a, one of my first jobs was a small Italian restaurant. 
Okay. Um, and we did a lot of like deliveries. So I delivered food, but like I did everything. Like, you know, I was a delivery guy, but if someone came to the counter, I was the counter guy. And if <laughs> right? some pizza needed to be heated up, I was the pizza heat up guy. And if something needed to be cooked, I was the cooking guy. And if the tables need to be clean, and so yeah. I, I was yeah, whatever. One role. Right. And, you know, when people say, what time are you getting off? I say, when. But it's not busy anymore, right? I'm first man out whenever it's not busy. So it could be 5 o'clock or it could be 8 o'clock. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but I think that's what's special about servers, man. So so if you're a server and you're listening to this, there's better opportunities for you for sure. Um, okay. So you, you got your insurance license now. Was it hard for you to get your license? Um, no, not at all. I was very nervous now. Um, you know, kept studying everything, of course, going over all the material you know, thinking oh, I have to pass, I have to pass, I have to pass. But and when, when I got there to take my state test, it's like everything was foreign language. Like, I don't know. What is it? I know I studied. So it's like, OK. So I, I remember <laughs> when I was getting ready to submit it, I went back and I probably changed over half my answers. Like, just analytically think, like, OK, well, I know this is this. Let me just do process of elimination and just make sure that's the right thing. And then, you know, when you get ready, when you get done, where I took mine, it was like, they don't tell you pass or like pass or fail. You have to wait. And then she gives me the paper upside down. I'm just like, oh, that's the worst. What's that mean? You know? So I pick it up and I slowly, I'm like, oh my gosh, I just remember like shouting for joy. Like, I don't know. It was, it was great. You're a forensic scientist. It should have been easy for you. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Naturally. It wasn't, it was, it was difficult. It was so, difficult. So, so you got your license now. Um, how was, how was the beginning for you? How would, how'd you start off? Horribly. 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 Um, my first month, you know, I guess it's like maybe a, a good thing and a bad thing because, you know, we talk about serving and hustling and mm-hmm. doing it all pretty much on your own. I really thought it was something that I could just do with no assistance. Like, I got that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I studied. I know. So I know this pizza gate. But then it's like getting, you know, into the business. It's like, okay, maybe I don't know what I'm doing because now it's not working out how I thought it was going to be. I need some assistance. I need some, some leadership, some guidance. So... Um, my first 30 days, I guess I didn't hit the ground running like most people do. Okay. It was a, it was a rocky start. I had a slow start. Um, I don't know the exact number, but I don't even think I made like not even a couple hundred dollars my first, like, I don't even think I produced not even a thousand dollars my first month at all. And then it just kind of like slowly started getting better. I think it was like my third month and I kind of took off a little bit. So it was like a gradual thing. It just got a little better over time. Did you have like a a, a hot moment where you're like, okay, or I didn't see what I'm doing wrong, or or maybe I need to work more than an hour a day. Maybe that's the problem. Um, We have these Zoom calls, like these Zoom meetings Mm -hmm. to where you can actually get some assistance and, Mm -hmm. you know, coaching and all that. And I was never getting on them. But when I started to, of course, and then, you know, they ask you to come off mute, let someone else hear your presentation Mm -hmm. so that they can help you. Um, I was always nervous. I was always I'm not going to come off mute. They're not going to hear me. I'm not going to mess up. They can. I'll just listen to them. <laughs> and when I did, it's just like it was a game changer. So when you got coached, mm-hmm. when, when you let some people when coach When I was you, coachable and teachable. Yeah. At first, I was not. There you uh, go. You know, so, so you jumped on the BCC. You mm-hmm. started doing doing what it took. Awesome. So I, I know at Lincoln, you you had some success there. Yes. Right? So, mm-hmm. so that's awesome. So what, you know, if, if I'm somebody and I'm having success – and I decided to go somewhere else. Like, how does how does that happen? Because I know it's hard, right? There's you know a lot of people at Lincoln, a lot of people at every company like having success. Mm-hmm. What was it that you seen, or made you want to make a change if you're already doing well? Well, it's it's the opportunity, you okay. know. Um, 
I'm doing well now. And just imagine if um, that opportunity gets bigger, you know what I mean? To where I can exceed what I'm doing now. Like, you know, I don't want to be stuck at one spot. I don't want to be, you know, to where I get to a level and I'm just there for forever. I do want to progress. You know what I mean? I want to I want to do better. I want to get better. I want to be able to help other people. And I believe that that's the biggest thing. You know, um, I don't know. I'm a risk taker. I like to say that I'm a, I'm a risk taker. <laughs> so, yeah, it's scary. But I mean, somebody has to do it. Did it work out? It did. It did. <laughs> I'm super excited. I really am. It's just really working out, actually. So so I know for me, I, I didn't work at a different insurance company or anything, but I did store work. And my year previous to get my insurance license was my best financial year mm-hmm. ever. Um, made more money with less effort than ever. So I was super thrilled. But I knew that I couldn't scale it to the level I wanted to scale it. So I was in search of a different business opportunity. So I got my insurance license. But just like you said, like is, there's stuff to learn in the beginning, mm-hmm. right? And and I wasn't making the, the kind of money I was used to making in the beginning. Um, but I remember... Remember, we had my first month where I made twenty thousand mm-hmm. dollars, and that was about what I was making before—about mm-hmm. twenty thousand a month. And I, once I hit that point, I was like, "Aha!" Like, like I felt it. I was yeah. like, "Okay!" Like I got my breath of fresh air. Like, okay, this is possible. Um, I just got to keep going. Right. Like, did you have a moment when you came over? Because I'm sure there was still a lot of fear, right? Yeah. Did you? When was like that moment when you like like reaffirm that you did make the right decision? When I saw my first check. The first check. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, it, it was a big difference. Um, I, I just feel like, okay, because it was so scary, you know, moving over and learning new things. And it's, you know, different. I don't know what's to say. Like different. Um, I don't know. Everything's different. You know, everything's mm-hmm. different. So, of course, there are expectations with everything. Um when I actually, you know, made my first call, when I actually got a chance to speak to somebody, you know what I mean? And actually like fully go through everything, of course, you know, with a client and be able to help them. You know what I mean? Um, I don't know. I, I really don't know what, what that would be, though, David. I don't really know. So you just you just you just worked out. That's what it sounds like. It sounds like you came over, you made your first sale. You're like, OK, I can do this. I did yeah. it one time. I could do it again. It's awesome. one of those type of things. And it's just like, OK you'll get better with time. You didn't start, you didn't hit the ground running in the beginning. So that's to be expected. It's okay. You know, you're a winner. You'll win just when it's your time to win. So just keep going. You know what I mean? I couldn't just give up because I mean, I just made a big decision in my life. You know what I mean? I'm already doing well. And now I'm, you know, striving to do better. Do extra well. Right. Excellent. <laughs> Excellent. Well, you're, I mean, you're absolutely a warrior. Um, and, you know, a lot of, you know, a lot of respect. For, for you guys that, that did make that decision. Because, um, again, it, it's it's hard, right, when you're, when you're having success. Um, but what, what I like is that you realize you had a bigger vision. You know, like, yes, yes, I'm having success. But I can't help as many people as I want to help. I can't offer the same opportunity to people. I can't help as many clients. Right. Um, and, and you're like, I'm, I'm going all in, man. Well, you got one life to live, right? That's it. That's it. That's it. I mean, it's crazy, but, you know, seriously, like being able to help everyone. I mean, there's no one that I can't help now. It does make a big difference. You know, I feel like, you know, you're giving somebody peace of mind that they were not able to get help somewhere else. And now I'm able to do that. You know, it's not all just about money. You know what I mean? It's right. about servicing people. I love it. What What are some of your short term goals? 
well, I want to go ahead and get this six figures here in the next couple of months or so. Um, I want to do that and I don't know, I want to build my team. I definitely want to get at least, you know, up to like, you know, 50 people or better, you know. Okay. Um, 50 producing yeah. agents. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So what's your long term goal? Um, I'm trying to be like you, David. I'm trying to do this $100,000 a month. <laughs> that is amazing. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe a multimillionaire. That would be nice. Yeah. I mean, you, you definitely can. I mean, you're 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 crushing it. Um, yeah, it sounds like you had a better start than I did. Mm. You know, it's um, it's crazy. It's, it's crazy how it just snowballs, yeah. you know, o- over time because and I never see myself making what I make now. Right. Mm-hmm. Like I wanted to. I thought I would do well. But then at first it's like, man, it's taking way longer than I thought it would. And then all of a sudden, it's like, oh, wow, that was faster than I thought it would be. Yeah. That makes it, sense. It all seems like it just happened so fast, to yeah. be honest. I mean, everything. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you're, you're thinking, it, what's crazy, you know, I told you I'm competitive. So it just seemed like, you know, at the last company I was with, you know, there were always competitions. And I'm like, I got to be first. And if I come second and I, like, you know, just say I lose by 50 points or so, I'm like, what? I know I had that. Like, how does that even happen? And I remember, you know, um, I was going for... Um, you know, the six figures and I was going for my $100,000 ring. And, you know, with all these contests and competitions, you know, of course, I mean, I, I, you know, of course, place, I always won some type of incentive, but it's like I was going for the $100,000 ring and then end up being number one in the country, like the number one agent in the country. Like, who does that? You know what I mean? I wasn't even thinking about that. Like, that was not in my plans. My plans were just to go for this six figures. I can do this. I can crush this. And then I remember getting up to like uh, number four. And then I'm just like, oh, you got to do this. Like, it, it, it's like possible. It's in my reach now. So I, I have to I have to try. You know what I mean? So, I mean, it's amazing. Like you said, it just happens so fast. As long as you, I think, keep focused, you know, on what you need to be focused on, the rest will come. Awesome. I, I love that. I love the competitive spirit in you. Mm-hmm. Um, I love how the the portal, when you when you see what place you are, it, it pushes yeah. you. It's funny. I was talking to Robert Shiver about a while ago. Um, and I told him, I was like, man, if people could see what place they're at, I guarantee people would, would push harder. Absolutely. And then that showed up in the portal. I don't know how to anything to do with me to talk to him about it, but I know that's how I work. Like, right. you know what I mean? Like, for instance, if I was number two and I was like, all right, well, I just got to push to get this number one spot. Um, it definitely helps. It definitely helps because you're keeping track and you can, because I mean, I track my daily goals. So all my, I have to know what my little milestones are to get to my big milestones. So, you know, I need to know, okay, well, what do I have to do to get to this big goal? I need to know about my little goals. So if I can see that along the way and see, you know, where I need to be, it, it just helps me. You know, it gives you the extra drive, the extra motivation, I feel like. Absolutely. That you didn't have before. Yeah. And that's it. It's all about tr- trying to figure out how to help people get the best out of themselves. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So we have a lot of new agents that that watch this show. Um, what What is some advice that you give to a new agent, um, either they just haven't found their success or maybe not the level of success that they want? Um, Keep going. Don't quit. You have to keep going. You got to go through something, you know, to get to where you need to be. You know, at first it doesn't, it doesn't seem like something that's going to be easy, but I'm telling you it's going to be worth it. So I would just say, keep striving to do your best every day. You know, I would say I never had an agent fail with me unless they quit. Right. That, that's it. Like, if that's you don't right. quit, like, you'll make it. I can't tell you when exactly. Some people will be from day one. Some might take longer. And I think that's another thing. Everybody's, um, you know, everybody's success, it's it's different. You know what I mean? Like I said, you know, you have some people, I see them, they didn't, like, I didn't have any experience at all, you know, um, 
with uh, state like telesales or, mm-hmm. you know, insurance or anything. And I, like I said, I had a slow start. But some people, you know, new agents, I see them. Like I said, they hit the ground running. It's like, I don't know, like they're on fire. So, I mean, I just say keep going, you know. Your work ethic, you know what I mean? And, you know, your determination, you'll get there. Work ethic fixes everything, I feel Yeah, like I think it does. I, I definitely it. did. Yeah. I I like, if you work, like, you, you'll learn. Mm-hmm. You can't learn if you don't work, right? Yeah, experience, that, you yeah, know? Getting the experience. So, um, is there anything else you want to say to our viewers before we get out of here? Um, no, I think that's about it. That's it? That's awesome. It. Well, that was another episode of Ordinary People Doing Extraordinary Things. If you like what you see, please subscribe, hit that thumbs up button, and hit that little bell so you get notifications every time we have a new video. And put some stuff in the comments. Do you have anything to say? Or if there's a new video that you want us to make for you, please put it in the comments.